Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and thank you for tuning in to our Thursday night programming of Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> but why wouldn't you tune into the greatest show heard all around the world? Uh, what were they called? Uh, 
a Jersey band, little thrash band. They were they were hilarious. Oh, what were they called? Mortal. Oh man, Mortal uh, Mortal Cross. Yeah. Uh, oh, hmm. Huh. No kidding. Morbid Cross. Morbid Cross. That's right. Morbid Cross. Kind of a hilarious little band. Damn. Now, have you guys uh, you guys been to Philly a lot, or? Uh, that was maybe our second time. We played the upstairs at the um, Trocadero, probably the six or more years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's been a little while. So you guys, I mean, I guess you guys get around then. We try to. I mean, you know, as far as this year, we may not do quite as much uh, touring in the States because we got to kind of, our eggs are are in the Europe basket because we're going over to Germany in the fall. And we'll play shows in uh, Italy, Slovenia, Germany, and maybe Poland, I think at this point. Yeah, pretty excited about that. That's awesome. Have you guys been over to Europe yet, or is this was your first time? This is the first time. We've we've been going to a couple of different times, and it's just uh, this or that made it difficult to get together. It was super close at one point, and then uh, oh, I don't know, it's a long story, I guess, not a good one. But um, yeah, this is solid. We're we're locked in. We're going to play the uh, Harder Than Steel Festival on uh, September nice. 30th in Diddykheim. So that's exciting. Um, that's had some pretty cool bands on it in the past. I think Jag Panzer played it one year. I'm not oh, sure cool. uh, what the other alma mater is, but it's pretty, pretty sweet festival. So Absolutely. Yeah, Oliver is having us, and we're super thankful for that. So, yeah. Now, do you find um, you get a lot more... Um, I guess fan base or reaction out of uh, you know Europe than you do the states or uh, at least as much and you know I mean I think that that seems kind of kind of awesome considering we've never actually been there although we do have a connection Killer Metal Records has put out um, you know we've recently just changed our name to Mega Colossus so we were we were just called Colossus for for um, three previous albums. And in some form or another, they've all been on Killer Metal. And uh, so Jens is based out of northern Germany. And so that, I think, raises a little awareness of us over there. And really purely based on that, I've, I'm, you know, we've, we've sold a lot of mail order to Europe and uh, probably about an equal amount to here, but we, you know, we tour here. <laughs> so, you know, right, can't right. wait to tour over there and see what happens. Yeah, it just seems. Uh, I mean, it seems like the interest is coming back to the states a little, very slowly, I'll say. But it just seems like uh, Europe, uh, you know, is very open, uh, open arms and open ears to just, uh, you know, metal in general, all genres of it, and just uh, very accepting. Yeah, our drummer and I um, filled in in a band a couple of years ago, and we played some festivals over there, and I. I couldn't believe the the reactions and, and the enthusiasm of everybody, and, and it is kind of a festival culture in in those areas too. You know, there's a certain time of year that right. apparently you just kind of don't want to go over there. In in I guess the middle of the summer when all the festivals are, that's pretty much where everybody's getting their music. So so you don't want to hit the bars 
<laughs> do a bar tour of Europe in the summer, but I, you know, apparently the, we're we're getting it a little later. So, so fingers crossed. So what happens. Yeah. Now you mentioned uh, about the name change. Um, what brought that on? Um, there's a ton of bands called Colossus, and I mean it's an awesome name. We were always just like, ah, oh, but we're not going to come up with a better one, and so we kind of just came up with the same one. <laughs> <laughs> something you know it's sort of thing I, I think it's a it's a thing that everybody has to live with these days and i'm not sure if it's entirely good but you're you in the interest of practicality you you have to be able to be searched out if somebody wants to look up your band it can't be they shouldn't nobody wants to have to you know be a detective to figure out where they can hear some of your stuff or or even worse you know we were seeing apple music would generate pictures of us that weren't us on, and we oh, see them man. on flyers and on on club websites. There'd be a picture of of you know we we'd see our listing for our show with a picture of another band. <laughs> it was just like oh, man, shit. it's kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to do something about this. And I think the the kicker was when there's a band from I think I don't know if it's the one from France. There is apparently a pretty good uh, Colossus based in France, and we saw. I think there was a certain leg of a Baroness tour that Colossus was on, and and, and I was like, man, that's a, that's, I mean, I want to do that, and now they've done that, and we definitely can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I kind of wonder if that was confusing to Baroness, because they're not from far from us, and I, I ran into a guy who knows them, and was like, oh, yeah, they they like your band. And I was like, well, that must have been weird for them to, find out they're touring with a different one. <laughs> so, oh, man. Oh, man. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I, so, I, you know, I guess like that, that would be very frustrating. It starts, right. starts to add up at a certain point. You're like, man, we got to do something about this. So, I mean, and it wasn't much to do. You know, I was just like, well, we'll just, we'll just be mega colossus. I don't know. It seems like a logical step. We've, we've powered yeah. up. We've been, we've been around yeah, 10 years. We've powered can, up. We can kick it up a notch. Nice. Now, is it all the same members, that, like, through the whole span of the band, or? There's been a few changes. I think um, I've been in the band since within a few months of it starting, as has our singer and bass player. And then uh, we've had a couple of different guitar players, and Doza's our second drummer. But he's been, Doza's been in the band for probably seven or eight, maybe eight years at this point. Oh wow! Okay, they're pretty stable. I feel as I feel as stable as we've ever been right now, um, as far as everybody's ability to to make it happen and and uh, yeah yeah I feel like we're as tight as we've ever been and everybody's on board. It's pretty awesome. Cool. Now, did I see or understand right? Like at one time, did you guys have three guitarists? We have at at times had. <laughs> on stage up to four. Um, so on one of the records, the uh, I believe it was Drunk on Blood, we actually did have um, our original guitar player who had moved away come into the studio, and, and I think he put down tracks on probably um, at least two-thirds of that record. So that is pretty much a three-guitar record. And we've played like that Whenever, you know, whenever time and space allowed, we've done. We've even done a few short tours as three guitar band, 
and it is oh, wow. fun. Really, really, it's a, it's kind of a, it's a technical conundrum. You know, it's, it's hard to to pull it off to haul the stuff and to make it all you know get all the levels right and make it all sound right. But it is really just pretty uh, pretty gratuitous when it happens. And at our at our ten year anniversary show, we actually had everybody everybody who'd ever played in Colossus on the stage at one time. And it was awesome. Oh, Two drummers, awesome. four guitars. Yeah, yeah. There's pictures of that, and it just looks ridiculous. It's kind of one of the coolest. Yeah, things that's I've ever that's <laughs> that was. I saw the one picture where there's the four guitars. I'm like, what the hell is going on with these guys? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a special occasion, uh, and and you know, in some ways, kind of a kind of a mess. But but it was a beautiful mess. It was a it was a big party. It was awesome. That's awesome. Now speaking of party too, like uh it seems like you guys are very um very much into the to the um to the booze. Love to drink do you drink it? <laughs> oh well I don't know, you know, it's it's part of part of the show environment for us. I don't know. you know, it's uh we throw a couple back now and then. We like to we like to have a good time. And it's, it's uh we probably don't you know, a lot of guys are very stern and, and Maybe tough on themselves when it comes to getting out and playing shows, and it makes people nervous and all that. And we just don't. We we just have a good time, and, and if that means beer gets spilled everywhere, and and uh, so people bring us shots on stage, that's uh, that's all the better. All about having I, a good time. I, in one of the bios, I, I, like. Before I even start listening to the music, I'm going through and reading the bio, and I see the line that says, "Our our band goal is to melt every face and drink everyone's booze." I said, "Up, oh, they got me. I'm sold." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's an open open door policy to stage shots, and uh, and uh, you know, well, you can you can throw full beers at us. It's totally fine. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a, I think it's a thing that, that maybe isn't. Is uh, you know, metal shows oftentimes don't don't have much of a party atmosphere, and I I love it when it happens. It's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, you, you like uh, you guys really do come off like you have not only a good time, but you have a great sense of humor too. And the the one thing that you guys do that I saw, and and it's something like I I truly love, and I, and I praise all the bands I talk to that are doing this, and that's using videos and YouTube. And some of the videos you guys got, I'm going through and watch them. I mean, they're not just like the live. We have a couple of live performance ones, yeah, but the ones that you other have, like they're just goofy out there, wacky videos, and, and they're just fun, <laughs> goofy things. And just watching that, you can see like uh, the, the personality of the band. It's just good time, sense of humor. Oh, I'm glad that comes through. Yeah, I mean that's that's the idea, and those are incredibly fun to make. Yeah, that's just if it, 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 it's a uh... Resource-wise, it's kind of a drain. I mean, it's not cheap to make videos. And, and you know, the last one we did uh, involved a, a bus and, you know, a, a remote control helicopter with a camera and, and uh, I don't know, 25 people who, you know, were just our buddies, like, volunteering their time. And, uh, right. but, you know, coordinating all that can be a real thing. And so, yeah, we'd, we'd do it all the time if it was easier to do. There'd be twenty of those things. I can't, you know, I can't wait to make the next one. 
Um, so I don't know. We might. I think animation may be the next step for for oh, video. Nice. There I got you a go. friend who likes to do stop motion, and he has a, a pretty sizable action figure collection. So. Oh, that would be awesome. Sure. <laughs> Maybe a Thunder video on the horizon. I'm not sure. <laughs> now the video you're talking about with the with the bus and all, um, you guys look like you're playing like at some points you look like you're almost playing in the grotto at the Playboy Mansion. It's like a cave or something. What was that? We we built that cave actually in the basement of a shared art space that our singer and the art director of the the video, um, uh, Sherry DeFilippo, she did the uh, the little stop motion monster. She made that. She did that stop motion animation. She came up with the concept to convert this basement into a cave, and it's all done using. Um, and it was like water, Elmer's glue, and paper and cardboard and string, and it, wow. <laughs> it turned out so good. I couldn't believe it when we were done with it. You know, she basically was just directed the whole process, and then we all just got paper mache all over ourselves, and then. Uh, and when I was all done, I was like, holy shit, this looks real. It looks like we, <laughs> we're we in a cave. You, know, you light it right, and and they did, you know. Um, Johnny Gillette, who filmed the video, he's he's really good with that stuff. He's he's actually, you know, he's a an actual working filmmaker. And uh, so he knew how to light it, and I was totally stoked. I looked at it, and I was like, man, it doesn't look like paper at all. I mean, if you look close, you can probably tell. <laughs> it came out good. I was real happy. It did. I mean, it, like the quality. I mean, too, like the, the quality of the videos. It's not like it's just like you're making them on your iPhone. I mean, they're like real professional quality videos. They came out really nice. Uh, well, I mean, we we're lucky. We know really talented people, and uh, and you know, that's that's pretty big. I I can't even really take credit for much about what's good that video. <laughs> so, you know, it really is. We we did that on the backs of really generous and really clever people. Um, now, how about the one yeah, with Johnny, the, uh, uh, I was say, how about the one with the old people? Like the old, where, where you guys come in and play? Also, Johnny, that was his concept. And mostly his family and, and family friends are the, you know, the old folks. So, you know, he known him for a while and, and he said I'd like to make a video for you guys I got this idea and we're like that sounds hilarious let's do that and then uh, I mean, for the most part that that most of the day was him spent filming emotional reactions from old people and it was awesome <laughs> just a lot it was, it was so great so that was his concept completely we didn't even you know he's like, he's like I got this idea it's going to be hilarious I was like yes that will be hilarious uh, oh, that's yeah. funny. Super that awesome. is funny. So, all right. So the new, the new, um, the new album's out now. Is it called Hyperglave? Is that how you say it? Hyperglave. Yeah, yeah. Hyperglave. No, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the movie Kroll. I'll bet you are. You should be. If you haven't seen Kroll, you need to see Kroll. I am, but I'm not because it's awesome. Very awesome. Um, there's a weapon in Kroll that's kind of the, the pivotal instrument, really, in the climax of the movie. Uh, there's one man who's destined to be able to wield the, the, the glaive. And uh, it's a, you know, it's an 80s movie. It looks really cool, but the special effects are, you know, it's, it's from, I think, the early to mid-80s. 
and they're not the greatest special effects in the world, and so the glaive kind of gets sold a little short. It's when when he does wield the glaive, it kind of sucks, and so we had come up with this concept of a of a better glaive, <laughs> and it just seemed. We were looking for a name for the record. We generally name our records something that doesn't have anything to do with any of the songs on the record. I don't know why. That's always just kind of been a thing. Um, with maybe the exception of Drunk on Blood. There's a lot of cannibalism on that record. Um, <laughs> so that may be an exception. But otherwise, we I just kind of like to have album titles that have nothing to do with the album itself. And so we came up with the, the concept for, you know, the hyperglaze. It's just a cool word. And it's a weapon. It's a weapon that doesn't even exist, and we came up with the idea, and we were stoked about it. And then uh, Chris Prince just took the idea of the hyperglade, and, and I don't know if you've seen the cover, but the lizard man and being, you know, viewing Earth from outer space, or, you know, it's basically, that's a legitimate oil on canvas painting. Um, and then the lizard, uh, this lizard astronaut has got a ceremonial hyperglade on his belt, which is hmm. a pretty striking picture. He looks real regal. So, That's if awesome. you haven't seen that cover, I highly recommend checking it out. It's pretty badass, and it's a it's a real painting that we're all fighting over who gets to have in their house. <laughs> uh, no, where did you find the painting at? Oh no, our friend painted it. Oh, okay, as, okay. When, as a reaction to the to the concept of you know when we said the album's called Hyperglaze, he's like, I got an idea. Again, you know, I I can't take any credit except for except for credit for knowing a really talented guy, and uh, and he's just got he's done a bunch of our artwork and and he just he comes up with the craziest ideas and then you look at it and you're like I don't even know where how your brain generated that but it's amazing <laughs> so, awesome. so yeah that is awesome and the name was pretty well locked in at that point. Cool. So, uh, what's uh, what's the plans now for you guys? Uh, I can't believe twenty seven is going to be here in a couple of days. Uh, so, what are you guys uh, planning now? You said you're going to be heading to Europe in the fall. How about the rest of the year? Uh, we have a couple of actually a couple of Comic Con or Comic Con related shows. There's a there's a local um, comic book store owner who puts on a pretty big festival yearly. And I think we're going to play a couple of their events. Um, and then, you know, between now and the Europe tour, probably some long weekends. I mean, we really are going to going to have to kind of rein in the, the domestic touring, which is kind of tough these days anyway. I feel like everything's become really package tour oriented, and it's hard to get people out to, to you know, generally kind of been a, a bit of a DIY touring band. And, uh, and those shows are maybe not what they used to be. I'm not sure. So so we're right. putting our eggs in the festival basket. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> at least, you know, at least temporarily, you know, just, just in preparation for the Europe tour. But we do have two shows coming up real soon to release a record. Um, we'll be going to Reggie's in Wilmington on the 20th and uh, in Raleigh on the 21st at King's. Those are our record release shows. So those will be fun times. Nice. Cool. And where can everybody get the album Hyperglaive and see the beautiful painting? Uh, links to it. At, um, their easiest way is just to go to our website, which is meltedfaces.com. 
and I believe there's still a link from ColossusMetal.com. And then uh, the easiest way to order the record is from uh, Kung Fu Nation, which that, there's an easy link on our on our site to that. And then our site's got links to the videos and and uh, and you know ways to buy the, uh, the older records too. So right now it's just vinyl for the new record, and then I think in I don't have a release date yet, but although the announcement's been made by Killer Metal, and Yen's is going to do the CD, and we'll likely have them within a couple of weeks of the CDs being released in in Europe, and then we'll be you know, we'll of course be selling them over there while we're on tour over there. Probably take some vinyl over. So yeah, it's awesome you're doing vinyl. Yes, I mean with this cover, it was kind of a no-brainer. We really needed to to have a large format for some of this artwork. And actually, it's the largest format we could really come up with. We kind of went all went all out. And since we've kind of befriended so many awesome artists over the years, we've got a different artist doing a panel for each song. So there's a total of nine mm-hmm. artists involved with this. And so if you get the full version of the LP, actually there's a, there's a full booklet of... A tribute art to each of the songs inside, which is That's pretty awesome. cool. And I've seen them; they're amazing. We're we could not be any luckier as far as knowing talented people. I can't say it enough. That is awesome. Even the killer packaging going on with vinyl too. Look at that. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about vinyl. It's it's almost uh, you know it's a, it's a little bit of a of a fetish. You know, and so that's the beauty of it. And I prefer to, to own records for sure because I want this big tactile object that I can, you know, I can enjoy the artwork on a larger scale. And, and I love it when there's a booklet. And so we basically we just made the thing that we always want to have. You know, when when we buy somebody else's stuff, that's that's what I'm hoping for is a is a, a package that really, you know, it's like a, kind of says something about the about the project. So I think we've Absolutely. I think we've done it. I'm pretty stoked. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, so uh, MeltedFaces.com, everybody needs to go there. You guys, got, I, I was yep. checking it out. There's a Please bunch do. of, uh, uh, you can get the link there to go to the, the store. You can get album yep. store. There should be links to Facebook, Instagram. So we're, we're, we're old, but we're trying to be social media friendly. We're not great at it, but, but we're learning. <laughs> so, nice. Uh, kind of something you have to do these days. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, try to stay stay in touch with with everybody. So yeah, get in touch. That's a whole job in itself, though. We can hang out. Yeah, yeah. That and it's, but it's fun when we get to meet new people and, and talk to new people. And everybody's been the response to everything uh, recently has been so great, and and so I'm super stoked actually. To, to try to learn how to work social media a little bit because it's, it's actually fun, uh, fun this way. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Awesome. So, all right, you, you got to uh, keep in touch because, uh, actually, I'm uh, going to be starting to promote shows uh, in 2017, so maybe we can get you guys back up here to Philly at some point. Oh, yeah, it's not far. But you, I, you know, it's not a, a real journey for us to get up there. And, yeah, that's that's along the lines of the sort of stuff we might be looking to do, you know, even though we may be holding off on lengthy tours, we can do a weekend up north. It's easy. Right. We've done that a time. 
Yeah, you know, so and uh, I love Philly. Philly's an awesome town. So cool. yeah, we will definitely keep in touch. That's awesome. Absolutely. I have your number. <laughs> Actually, nice. I'll I'll uh, I'll email you. We'll we'll definitely definitely uh, swap info for sure. Cool. The more people we know who who are into what we're doing, the better for sure. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Bill, uh, happy New Year to you. And uh, hey, happy yeah, New Year to you. Uh, Let's kick this thing out in uh, 2017 and take over yeah. the world. Awesome. Good news, man. Thanks for, for showing interest. And, uh, Absolutely. And I'm going to check out your radio show. I'm stoked about it. Cool. Thanks a lot, man. All right. Well, you have a good one. Happy New Year. You too. Take care. See ya. We'll see you in Philly. Bye. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye.
there you go. Mega Colossus. Bill Fisher. Their new band their their new album is out. Get it. That tune was called Sun Sword. Check them out. Buy the album, buy their other albums, buy their T shirts, buy whatever they got. Keep the music alive. Support these bands like I do and you should. All right. Now we gotta pay the bills. We gotta pay the bills, keep the lights on, keep the music flowing, stay driven, totally driven. Don't go away. Give me three minutes. Check out our sponsors. We'll be right back on the flip side. Don't go away. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your ghoul friend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. All right, welcome back. 
Sojo Radio. It's Sunday night. It's New Year's Day. Happy New Year's. Hope everybody had a safe New Year's last night. Uh, I hope you're probably still a little hungover. You might even be still drunk. Or if you're in the Philadelphia area, you could be, like, recovering from the Mummers Parade. Whatever it may be, I hope it was a happy and safe New Year's Day for you. It's a totally driven New Year's for me because we're still going. We got shows going. We got bands supporting. We got things in the works. We just, you don't stop. Can't stop. Not going to stop. So here we go. Second interview of the night. His name's Wayne Brito. He's from Texas. He's a lead singer of a band called Three Lane Road. And if you're into that classic 80s hair band commercial arena rock style music, if you like Bon Jovi, if you like Sticks, I hear heavy influences of both of those in this band. Here they are, Wayne from Three Late Road. Hey, who's this? Yeah, this is Wayne with Three Lane Road. Hey, Wayne, how you doing? It's Bay. Hey, Bay, what's going on? Yeah, you are, man. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so uh, I got some stuff to talk to you about. It seems uh, it seems Three Lane Road got some new music out there. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we've uh, we put out that EP, give everybody a little taste of kind of what we're working on, and you know, it seems you know seems as though it, it's kind of hitting the spot where people like it. So we're <laughs> we're pretty happy about it. <laughs> Now, now with you, it, it kind of like um, uh, your story is kind of like I guess uh, kind of wild because like it seems like you um, I'm I'm guessing like you did music earlier on in life, and then um, and then got to be like the grown up. It seems like you started like a, a your own business. You have a swimming pool contracting company. Yeah, I've I've been uh, I probably. Uh... You know, I've done more things than people probably can possibly imagine. So, you know, I got out of the Marine Corps, and uh, I played music in high school. And then uh, after the Marine Corps, I had a small stint in California with Carl Ropes Gallery. And then, uh, you know, I kind of got back to business and married and uh, six children and in wow. business. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, also a pastor of my own home church and so I've been to seminary so I've done a lot of different things and so now uh you know we're just you know playing some music that uh you know it's kind of been on uh you know been on the back burner for some time so what made you finally uh take that leap and say you know what let, let let's do some music well you know the funny story we were actually uh out in Dallas, where we were uh, going to a Def Leppard concert a number of years ago, and uh, I'm not going to say who the opening group was, but I, I was actually embarrassed for the group. It was it was terrible, and so I just thought there's got to be there's got to be some some other bands out there that could do something a little better than this. <laughs> wow! So that that actually you know. And, you know, and some people may say, you know, that's kind of arrogant, Wayne. And I was like, well, yeah, I just, I just want to hear something good, and I think a lot of people do too. And, and that's kind of what what spurred off the project. And, um, you know, we're we're a throwback, kind of a nostalgic type of rock sound, 
And uh, I think a lot of people miss that type of sound and era. You know, I, I do too. And it seemed like, you know, for years too, it was like the plague. Like you couldn't even mention it or say you liked it. And now it's become a much more open and people are being much more um, acceptive to the classic style of uh, hard rock. and. Uh, I, would ag- I would agree. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's... Uh, there seems to be a, a slow resurgence, in, in my opinion, of that style of music. And, you know, I wish some of the, the old groups would get back to what got them there and, uh, and play some of that older style music because I think that's what their fan base really enjoys. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. It's been many years, uh, many years coming for, uh, for the whole, uh, I, I guess, uh, the merry-go-round of music to come back around to where it was finally um, safe to say you like that style of music. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, I'm always often off in the left field by myself on those things, you know, as a, you know, especially as a, as a business owner starting our own companies and we have multiple companies that I've always been used to being by myself doing stuff. So this, this to me is nothing new. It's just, uh, it's nice to see as we put it out that, you know, we've had people that uh, responded very positively towards it. Which is awesome, which is totally awesome. Now, when uh, when you did decide to, um, to try to be the next opening group for Def Leppard and not be, uh, be bad like that band was, uh, you have to present <laughs> this to your, to your wife and... Um, oh yeah, yeah. There's, you know, uh, you know, as a father of six, so my youngest is three, and so and my oldest is uh, 26. So th- this is a, a a lifestyle they've never seen. So I haven't done it in you know literally 25 years, and so there's a time limit on this this particular deal where, uh, you know, my wife has graciously allowed me to play. <laughs> Wow. That's probably the easiest way to put it. Yeah, well, because I have so many other ventures going that, you know, it yes. was a fair it was a fair business deal that I will attempt it and uh yeah, I will continue writing and doing stuff on the on the in the studio and so forth if uh you know, if nothing materializes, which which I'm perfectly happy with already. So, we're, we're I've had a good time already with what we've been doing. So uh, so, how long into this uh, venture are we now? Uh, we're we're only about a one year calendar into this, so oh, okay. we, we're not really too far into this project at all. And uh, I, I've already, you know, backlogged, um, you know, a catalog of songs that that have not been released or may not even be released under Three Lane Road, and uh, you know, so I'm kind of preparing either which way. It'd be nice to to really have a movement with three lane road and, uh, release, uh, we, we do have plans for, uh, uh, a 10 song album coming out here shortly. Oh. And that'll be, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll release 10 songs and, uh, that'll give us a little bit of a larger catalog. Very nice. Now you guys, um, like, was it hard putting, the band itself together or did you know guys already that you already were like, oh, I, I think, uh, let's do this. Like, was it, Steve, you know what I mean? like a bunch yeah, of friends it was, already or? 
it was a little bit difficult because nobody wants to play the style of music. And uh, Steve Musket, who plays bass, fantastic bass player, uh, we were already playing in, uh, we were kind of fiddling around, doing kind of a small Daryl's house version, if you will, uh, studio okay. set up, and musicians would come over. And uh, Steve was already playing. And um, Alan, uh, we actually, uh, Alan responded to a Craigslist uh, listing. And uh, Alan was uh, one of the first guitar players who had come on board. And uh, he's done a great job putting his uh, thumbprint on the style. And uh, we, we have several other musicians that play uh, play live with us. Uh, uh, John Michael Soria has been playing with us recently. And uh, we've got a couple of guitar players on standby. Uh, Gordy O'Shea had played with us originally. He's out of the Dallas area. Uh, so we, we've had a few people. The drummer, it was really tough to find. Chuck, uh, Chuck Geis was playing with us, just a fantastic drummer. And uh, it, it was a little bit tough getting, getting everything together to play live. And now we, we've, uh, we've got a keyboard player who's playing with us. So oh, cool. it, it really, yeah, it's really honing that, that genre sound together um, very nicely. Nice. Now, it, it's it's scary too because um, you know you think back to to the '80s and putting bands together, it was like so easy. And now as we've gotten older, it's like so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, mo- most most of us do have another job or a company or or they're professional in their field, and so uh, there's not many that are full-time musicians. Uh, James right. Williams is a backup guitar player. He's a professional guitar player uh, who, who has uh, lent his hand uh, as needed. And so everybody else is, is pretty much a, a professional in their field. And, and uh, we play as, as we get opportunities to play. Nice. Now I saw, yeah, you guys have played a lot around the, the Dallas area. Yeah, I think this year we we are venturing out. We haven't had a, we don't have any information uh you know solid to release as to where we're going, but we will do uh you know out of state stuff and larger festivals is, is really what we're trying to do this year and get in front of a larger audience. So right. we're we're open to that. Now, how would that um affect you personally with your business? Well, well, my business runs, uh, you know, I can take brief periods away, but uh, the staff who is there is, uh, they're doing a good job holding the fort down. So I can't afford to leave a little bit at uh, different periods. So that, that's not too, too difficult for myself. And that's why for the other musicians, we, we do have revolving players that could go on the road if we needed to. Wow. So, uh, so you're really looking to, to, to do this. You, you, you're not like, ah, this is just a little fun thing, uh, you know, to get me out of the yeah, house. Yeah, I think seriously pursuing. You know, yeah, I, I think that if you know, there, there's a, you know, you got to be in or out, and uh, you know, the times have changed with uh, this industry that uh, financially we we can afford to basically call our shots with what we want right. to do. So it makes it a little easier for us at this, this stage in our lives. 
Nice. So now you guys put out um, an EP, uh, I guess it was a couple months ago? Yeah, a few months ago we we released that out, yeah, self, self-titled Three Lane Road. And how many songs are on that? Was Well, this one has six. So there okay. is, um, you know, the, these these tracks are kind of, uh, you know, their own thumbprint, if you will, of identity. You know, we tried to, to make a nice collage of different, uh, a different assortments of things to, you know, each one has their own identity, you know, I, I feel, you know, for the, for the listener. Hmm. You know, just Fair some enough. good rock, you know, it's straightforward rock music, understand the lyrics, uh, you know, uh, we, we want to get some harmonies and some melody back in the music, people tapping their toes and so forth. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely, like, um, like when I was listening to it, I'm hearing definite, uh, you know, Bon Jovi influence, definite, um, hearing a lot of sticks as well in there. Yeah, those, those you know, I grew up listening to all those guys, and, um, you know, I just enjoy the, you know, just a good feel of the music. You know, I'm a good feel type person, so, you know, that's what I like to sing about. I don't like doom and gloom. So, all right, so the EP, um, so I'm guessing you guys kind of like got it out there to have something to give to everybody to, to, you know, start building a fan base and also so you have something at the shows as well. Correct, correct. And and that that is kind of the primer uh, that we wanted to do and and get get, get some good recordings out there. you know, let people get a feel for what we're doing and, and see what the response is. Sure. Sure. Now you said you're already working on a full length. So I'm just like, you guys aren't wasting any time, but it sounds like you don't have time. Well, (laughs) we, we've got, uh, yeah, we've got other songs that we're in the process. We'll be back in in the studio later this or later next month, uh, re-recording three. And then we are going to add a, a tribute song in there, um, you know, to a song we've been playing uh, occasionally live. So we'll, we'll release uh, an album with 10 songs on it. So three three more songs that will be re-recorded and then a uh, a song that we feel fits our, our sound. You're going to let us know what that song is? <laughs> it's it's going to be a surprise. You're <laughs> uh, uh, teasing we're, me we're here, gonna, Wayne. We're going to let people... We're, we're gonna let people you know, wonder which song is it going to be. <laughs> interesting. Very, very interesting. Nice. So, um, so you're looking at 2017 full-length album, some maybe little mini tours outside of yeah. Texas. Mm-hmm. Nice. That that's really the the hope for right now, and and to see what really this to to see what type of uh, fan base we can we can uh, achieve, you know, uh, you know, pretty much stateside. So we're, you know, we we've gotten fantastic response internationally. That uh, you know, it's actually overwhelming sometimes when I look at some of the emails that are coming in. Kind of kind of just blows me away how fast. Think how how fast and how much things have changed from 25 years ago. You know, getting yeah, right. uh, people hearing your music. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, you know, uh, 
for example, you guys are based in Texas, it could be hard getting somebody, like uh, if you're in the Dallas area, from Houston, say, to hear your music, but yet somebody over in Europe is hearing it without a problem. And it's like, how, how does oh, this yeah. happen? <laughs> it's, you know, that's, that's crazy. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're on so many different, uh, you know, smaller radio stations where people are listening to such as yours and doing a lot of streaming. And, uh, you know, the fan base of, of, of that genre of music, you know, it's almost, it, you know, I hate to say it, but it's almost a cult following of that style of music. You know, that's, a, that's like a perfect way to say. It really is because it seems like, you know, back when we were, you know, uh, following bands in the, in the 80s and all, we were very supportive and dedicated to those artists, and there's still that dedication that we put into bands today. But now this young generation, they just don't I, don't, I don't think they know how to do that. I really don't. No, I, I think you're right. I, I think there's a, uh, there's a disconnect of camaraderie uh, of that style of music that, uh, you know, it, it's hard to place exactly, you know, how and why that happened. But, but I would agree there is a disconnect there. Absolutely. So, all right. So the uh, the EP. Let's uh, let's get some of them out there to people. Where uh, is that available at? Well, right now it's anywhere online. I'm CD Baby, Rhapsody, Pandora, iTunes. Uh, you can find us anywhere uh, it, it digitally. Uh, Vanity Music Group will be distributing the hard copies that should be. Uh, I would say the middle of this next month they should be available. Uh, but downloads definitely online. Uh, our Facebook has a music store as well. Uh, anywhere right. really digital music that you can think of, we are there. Uh, some of them, you know, they're. I'm not sure of too many free downloads, but I know there's there's a host of uh, of just things that that we see uh, that come across our uh, you know our computer screen as far as where people are finding us, and I've never heard of half of them. <laughs> <laughs> But they're, they're, they're out there, and they have us on there. It's incredible. That's awesome. That is so awesome. Cool. And uh, the best place to find the band, I guess, would would be the the website, freelaneroad.com. Yeah, you can uh, freelaneroad.com. Our our Facebook is uh, probably the most active. Um, we're not so much active on Twitter as much as Facebook. Uh, but Facebook is definitely the most accurate because we only update the site maybe once a month. So Facebook is, gotcha. uh, you know, they can find us on Facebook, you know, and uh, that's the easiest way. But each one of the sites has its own music store. You can go on there and you can download it, uh, you know, wherever your preference is for listening to music. Awesome. Wayne, this has been, uh, this has been awesome. I'll let you guys know uh, when we're going to be putting up the interview. And uh, what, what song do you want me to play? What, what song should we play for you guys? You know, a play uh, I Want seems to be a real popular song, pretty pretty in-your-face type rock song. Nice. We'll do that then. This has been great talking to you. And, uh, hey, uh, if you guys get outside of Texas and by chance end up in Philly, cheesesteaks on me. Ah, sounds good. We'll take you up on that, babe. Awesome. Wayne, take Thanks care. Thanks for having me Great on. talking to you. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye.
listening to Radio Bay Ragging here. There you go. Three Lane Road. Break in. I keep trying to tell you this. So check them out. That was a tune called I Want. It's the first single. Check them out. Again, support. Buy the music. Keep the music going. Keep these bands alive. Help these bands continue on living their dreams just the way we all have dreams. And spread the word. So there you go. That's tonight's show. Again, support the bands. Three Bay Road, Mega Colossus, um, the whole network. Check us out, toesyourentertainment.com, toesyourradio.com. Look for us all over the world with social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also find myself, Bay Ragney. Um, you can find me everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, there you go. Until next time, we actually will be returning live this Thursday night. Television Radio returns live with um, Danny Knight from the band Crown of Earth from Philadelphia area, and also our incredibly amazing, beautiful friend, the one and only Miss Rachel Loren, uh, big winner. She was like a big winner in the world of Totally Driven. She was uh, in my top 25 countdown. She ended up at number 13 on the countdown with our single I Hate You, and then in our 2016 year-end uh, awards for Totally Driven Radio, she was voted the best overall guest of the year and best musical guest of the year. So she's calling in this Thursday night to uh, accept her awards. So there you go. Until next time, everybody, stay driven. See ya.